a U or a V. We are here living in the San Joaquin Valley. And this San Joaquin Valley produces 400 commodities that are shipped all over the world. And in the middle of this San Joaquin Valley, this fruitful and fertile plain, there is a disease that is dreaded. That even as I preach tonight, there are some survivors of it. And that is called the Valley Fever. And when you look at the Valley Fever and the things that happen, there will be some, some, some things that take place, some symptoms that include disorientation, anger, irritability, isolation, self-pity, and hopelessness. But principal among those is this idea called depression. We live in the 21st century, and as I travel from church to church, one of the things that I am observing and that I have come to loathe and to hate and that I preach against with all of my heart is that spirit of depression. My brother, my sister, in the spiritual sense, you may be fighting that disease called valley fever, but I pray tonight by the time we're done that God will lift you up and that God will restore your joy and that God will heal you from the valley fever. Mm. Hallelujah. Bible tells us that there was a whole set of people that were at one time very strong that succumbed to the valley fever. They met the place of hopelessness and depression. And the Lord took Ezekiel and raised him up and put him right in the middle of that valley full of dry bones. And he asked, Brother Ezekiel, won't you tell me, my prophet, can these bones live? Can these that have succumbed to the pressure of the adversary, can they live? And the prophet says, O oh Lord, thou knowest. And this is what the Bible says. He said, Brother Ezekiel, I want you to prophesy upon these bones. Bones. I want you to prophesy upon this hopeless, desolate, and dry situation. And the Bible says that that's what the prophet did. He said, Bones, you may not be able to hear and comprehend what I'm saying, but I'm going to prophesy upon you and there's going to be flesh that will come to you and while the preacher was standing up and preaching from the left side came flying a shin bone that connected to an ankle bone and it kept on preaching and before you know it there was men that were rising and coming together one side from over here and one from over there phalange from over here and a humorous from over there and and he said, I know that you succumbed to the valley fever, but God is going to do something great in your life. And then he said, what do I do next, oh God? And he said, I want you to prophesy unto the wind. Now, what is the difference between prophesying upon something and prophesying 
unto something in this little evangelist's mind. You prophesy upon things that are dead, and you prophesy unto things that are living. And so the prophet began to prophesy unto the living God, and he said, breath and wind would you come from the north and from the south, from the east and from the west. And like we heard in that scripture reading and in that song tonight, there came a wind that swept across that valley and those bones rose up and became a mighty army. I feel the Holy Ghost. I got a question for you tonight. (laughs) In that valley of hopelessness, in that valley of dreams, in that situation that you're facing, can these bones live? I I, want to hear you tell me. I'm standing as a messenger of God this evening. Can that marriage be put back together? Can that cancer be healed? Can that backslider come home? Can that prodigal come to himself while we're having service even now? I want to know, can a sinner still be filled with the Holy Ghost? Will your sons and daughters come back to be nursed at your side? Oh, that's not bad for a bunch of Baptists, but I'm in an apostolic church, and I want to know, is God going to send the wind? Can God breathe again and bring to life things that are hopeless? Mm, uh, the healer's in the house. The healer is in the house. The way maker is in the house and is still making a way. There are bones that are connecting even now as I'm preaching. There is faith that's coming together even while I'm preaching. And before the service is over, there's going to come a wind. I hear it. I feel it. And some things that have been hopeless, I'm telling you, and the Holy Ghost, they're about to come to life. Oh, somebody believe God with me right now. Amen. (laughs) I've been real nice and preached real short. But if it's going to take me 10 minutes to get you on board, we'll stop here and we'll preach for 10 minutes. You need to increase your faith. You need to speak to those things that are not like God did as though they were. And you need to say, backslider, you're coming home. Some of you that have been seeking for the Holy Ghost, tonight's your night. And you need to say, God's going to fill me with the Holy Ghost tonight. And so let me ask you one more time, can these bones live? Can these bones live? Somebody prophesy to the wind. Somebody command God and say, you're about to. Oh, there's somebody that believes. That's what I've been looking for. That's the faith that God is expecting of us tonight. It's not going to be the same. God's about to do something miraculous. Oh, clap your hands if you believe it right now. There is no doubt 
Lord bless you, that Satan has come. Oh, my. Because he knows he had but a short time. And he's got great wrath. And it's, it's the business of the enemy to discourage and to depress. It's the business of the enemy to get you focused on the, the what could be. It's the enemy's business to get you focused on the impossibility. But I hear the wind stirring in the north. I hear the wind stirring in the south. And there's going to be a confluence. And there's going to rise a great army. Devil, you're not affecting me with a valley fever. I've got the antidote tonight. And that's the Holy Ghost. I want to talk about a valley. Tonight, oh, scripture picking up Joel, the third chapter in the 14th through the 16th verse. And I won't read all of it for the sake of time. But the Lord, speaking through his prophet, talks about the time in which we live. I could talk from, from, from Timothy and about the perilous times that are going to come. But really, it seems to me that the prophet Joel has it summed up when it talks about the sun and the moon are going to be darkened. And the stars are going to hide and withdraw their shining. And he says this, there's going to be multitudes multitudes in the valley of decision. Here, Brother Elijah comes, and he says, I'm wondering tonight, and that's how I feel tonight. There are some people that are standing on the precipice of the, of the abyss and of greatness. You're stuck, and you're you're, you're, you're in between. And I've got to ask you, if Baal be God, if your addictions be God, if they have helped you at all, then serve them. Mm, but if you know my Jehovah Jireh, but if you know my Jehovah Shalom, if you know my Waymaker, brother and sister, it's time for you to get off the fence, and it's time for you to serve God. Uh, people answered him not a word. And so he said, go ahead and do what you've always done. And you're going to get what you've always got, which is nothing. Which is nothing. You sacrifice your finance. You sacrifice your time. You've sacrificed relationships. You've even sacrificed your sons and daughters. You've even sacrificed your marriage to satisfy a God who says it's never enough and gives you nothing in return but brokenness, heartache, sorrow, and shame. But tonight I'm saying, why don't you turn to the Alpha and to the Omega, to the beginning and to the end, and get out of the valley of decision. Oh, yeah. I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. It's time. Stop wavering. How long are you going to halt between two decisions? You know who the Lord is, and you know the plans that he has for you. You need to give up what you know, and you need to start walking towards him and say, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to serve you come hell or high water. I'm going to serve you if it costs me everything. My position's in this life for the next. If it costs me a crown in this life for a crown in the eternal, God, I am going to serve you. Twenty-six words. 
prayer that is prayed. And I, I started looking at this. I, I got I to gotta put it in park here and preach to the saints for just a moment. Uh, he, uh, Brother Elijah, uh, he built the altar and he, and he got four barrels of water. Oh, there we are, back at the sacrifice of the water. And he put 12 barrels of water on the sacrifice. As the story goes on, uh, we see where he and his servant are up on the mountaintop. Uh, and the servant says, uh, I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. Uh, I'm not trying to make any new doctrine, uh, but I'm going to submit to you uh, that sometimes uh, the sacrifice above the sacrifice uh, is what makes all of the difference. Uh, where does a cloud the size of a man's hand come from? I submit to you, it comes from the sacrifice uh, above the sacrifice. Uh, those 12 barrels of water were vaporized and taken up into heaven. Uh, if in my mind's eye, and that is what brought the rain. Brother Joshua, choose you this day whom you're going to serve. If the Lord, you're you, you going to make up your mind, whether it be the gods of your fathers or if it's going to be this one Lord that we've been following. And he says, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Is there anybody who has their mind made up? Come hell or high water, doesn't matter what's going to happen tomorrow, for I know who holds tomorrow. He's got my health, he's got my heart, and he's got my hand. And I'm going to serve him. <laughs> like I said, not bad for a bunch of Baptists. Uh, do you have your mind made up uh, that you're going to serve God tonight? That's what God's looking for tonight. Do you got your mind made up uh, that you're going to serve God, no matter what, no matter what my mom does, no matter what my dad does, no matter what my friends do, God, I'm in this because I'm going to serve you. Oh, clap your hands. You see, freedom comes. Whom peace comes when the right leader is chosen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee uh, and whose heart are the ways of them uh, who passing through the valley of Baca make it a well. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to know the crazy thing about the well? You want to know the crazy thing about uh, the valley, rather, uh, is you're so close to the bedrock, and sometimes uh, when your shovel hits the ground, there's nothing but sparks. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you're so close to the source of water. Uh, so you may think you're at a low point, uh, but I'm here to tell you you're at the right point uh, in the valley uh, where God has you tonight. Uh, because there comes a time uh, when you start digging that the divine uh, steps into hell. And the rain comes and also fills the pools. And they go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appears before the Lord. Praise God. This is my title tonight. This is my title tonight. There are some folk that are looking for a way to get around the valley. 
I feel the Holy Ghost. You know, you know, I, I just wish you could feel what I'm feeling right now. I feel like I feel like I'm eating of a whole different garden variety right now than the congregation. But at some point, I believe in the Holy Ghost. We're about to get there together. Amen. But my title tonight is Victory in the Valley. Victory in the Valley. You don't get victory on the mountaintops, but you get victory in 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 do you know that freedom feel when never nothing on the outside has changed but when god changes you do you know that victory feeling when nothing seems to be making sense but somewhere you're connected with the heavenly realm and you're walking with the heavenly father and you've got him by his hand and, and you know in your heart that this is going to be all right that's why some men can preach with cancer in their bodies that's why some saints can come to the house of god with heart disease because they are having victory right there in their valley. They got their hand tied up with the hand of the healer. They got their hand tied up with the hand of the restorer. Mm, hallelujah, hallelujah. So I ask you tonight, what are you facing? You may be in that valley of dry bones, but I challenge you tonight, why don't you start prophesying upon them? And why don't you start talking to the creator and let him bring a confluence and let there be victory that comes right where you are. Hallelujah. Israel was in need of some water, and this is the instruction. He said, I want every man, every prince, every noble, every elder, every young man, you get you some staves and, 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 and right there where you are, start digging, start digging, start digging, start digging and, and make this valley full of ditches. Make this valley full of ditches. No, we're not going to strike the rock this time. No, we're not going to walk to the mountain peaks where there is a snow melt. But right where you are, I want you to start digging. Do not tell me that your prayers are unheard when it seems like it's dry and the heavens are made of brass. You just keep your stave and you keep digging. Don't Tell me that one more shout and praise on it uh, won't make all of the difference. Uh, because what you're doing uh, is you're literally uh, making room for your miracle. <laughs> and the more that you dig and the, and the bigger a ditch you make, right there where you are, there is a rain sound in the mountains uh, that's going to flow down the mountains. And it's going to fill that place uh, and that void that you just made. 1 Kings 20 and 28, uh, Israel's in need of victory. Uh, and, the, and the Syrians are saying, uh, um, yeah, uh, I see that God can work for you uh, when everything's right and when you've got everything together, when you've got your ties straight and your tithes straight. Uh, but there was, uh, there was the Syrians that said, he's just, uh, he's just the Lord of the hills. Uh, but I have come to tell you, he's not just God of the hills. Uh, he's not just God when everything's right. Uh, he's not just God when you're feeling right and your faith is high, but he's God in the valley. He's God when you are so down on yourself, you can't even see the way up. I'm encouraging you tonight, lift up your head, because he is the God of the valley. He's not just God of the pretty Pentecostal, but he's God of the broken hearted. <laughs> oh, somebody clap your hands. Somebody clap your hands. I feel that right now. 
You may think it's hopeless, but he's the God of the valley. You may feel like there's no way out, but he's the God of the valley. And boy, were those Syrians surprised by the time it was done. My God, there was victory that was wrought. Jesus showed up. It was prophesied in Luke, the third chapter and the fourth verse. And in the fifth, that every valley, every valley, every valley, every valley, every situation. Mm. Somebody feel the witness of the Holy Ghost right there? <laughs> he didn't say that it would be changed. He didn't say it would lift. But every valley is going to be filled. Every valley is going to be filled. I feel so many needs in this house tonight. I feel so many valleys in this house tonight. And I feel the word of God saying, tonight if you'll just cook up with this preacher in faith, every valley, every valley, every valley, ooh, every valley, oh, oh, every valley, every valley. It doesn't matter how shallow it may seem. It doesn't matter how deep it may seem. But every valley is going to be filled because Jesus is in the house. It was Israel in the valley of Achor that received hope. It was Israel that in the valley of Ajalon received a miracle of deliverance. It was Israel who defeated the Moabites in the valley. And it was David that defeated Goliath in the valley of Eli. Of Eli. David got him a name in the valley of Saul. Musicians can begin to play. <laughs> somebody raise your hands right now and receive the victory. Somebody right now, somebody name your situation and start prophesying unto it. Mmm. Mmm. Hallelujah. My, 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 my. God's going to change it. The miracle worker's in the house and he's going to move right now. I don't feel like going any further. I feel like right now. Hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. He's the God of the broken. He's the God of the struggler. He's the God of the man that doesn't know his way out of his own situation. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You know what you need to start doing right now is get your stave in your hand. Forget about your title. Forget about, forget about everything and start making room for your miracle. Pray one more prayer. You call that backslidden son by his name right now in Jesus' name and say you're coming home. Just like Jesus told Lazarus, come forth. I want you guys to start prophesying to the prodigals of this house. Call them by, everybody stand right now. Call them by name. Call them by name. Say, come, you're coming home. Is your marriage situation too hard for God? 
Is your sin too great for God? Is your valley too deep that God's hand can't reach down and change you? I'm telling you, no. 1,000 times no. Is cancer too hard for God? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, is your son's heart too hard for God? No, 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 no. I feel God changing some people right now. Your situation may not change, but God is changing you. God is changing you. Thank you to these faithful souls that are coming and walking to this altar and saying, God is going to do it. There are some that are waiting for an appeal, but I feel that the Holy Ghost is making me appeal right now. The Holy Ghost is making me appeal right now. Would you obey what God is telling you to do? If you're a backslider in the house, you need to come to the well. If you need the Holy Ghost tonight, you've got to come to the well. Let God touch you. Let God change you. There's victory in the valley. There is victory in the valley. hearts right now. God is changing hearts right now. God is sending his healing touch right now. You've got to believe me. God is healing right now. <laughs> There's a call to shrink from this place right now to the prodigals. You're moving. 